This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Typical transgender Democrat shrieking at the top of her lung. Uh, his lungs, I don't know, maybe one is male, one is female. I don't want. In New York City, one more person was killed, and this one matters. Because the Democrats are outraged. And, uh, and I love the, the uh, mob in the street is chanting, um, they blame the police. Now, this wasn't the police, but they blame the police anywhere. Anyway, because the Democrat Party is on a jihad against the police. They hate the police, and uh, they love the criminal. They love criminals. I was, uh, I was out with our friend uh, Randy last night, Randy Lefebvre, who a- operates and uh, runs the Chris Plant store on Al Gore's Amazing Internet, where you can get excellent, uh, mostly peaceful T-shirts and coffee mugs. and We had Reverend Al Sharpton uh, stuff there to resist we much and... Uh, uh, good stuff. Remember, normal coffee mugs and T-shirts. Uh, not just great for yourself, also great gifts, I've got to say. A lot of things, and we're, we're, working, on, uh, we're working on new, on new uh, items as well. But, uh, you know, the classics are great. And uh, out with Randy last night, we were having a cool beverage, and it was uh, Cinco de Cuatro. We were actually in a Mexican place, and uh, not having Bud Light, no Bud Lights. Uh, what was I? I had DC Brow. I had DC Brow. And um, Randy showed me a picture of the, the Target, Target store. Perhaps you've heard of the Target store. And, um, and aisle after aisle, everything is behind plexiglass with locks in Washington, D.C. And, and this is in way upper northwest Washington, D.C., in one of the you know, most desirable, best neighborhoods in Washington, D.C. with the lowest crime. But the Democrats are changing all that. They're moving low-income housing to all the, to the rich people neighborhoods so they can bring crime uh, and crazy people, because that's the Democrat Party's plan for America. That's the thing. They're, they're the crazy people, and now they want to infect the whole country like herpes. You know, they, uh, that, They're responsible for that, too, by the way. Uh, but uh, setting that aside, and monkeypox. Whatever happened to monkeypox? They changed the name to mpox, and it just disappeared. I guess that worked, huh? And um, he showed me a picture of his phone. He's got his phone, has a camera in it and everything. And he showed me a picture of, of this, these uh, aisles in uh, the Target store with everything behind plexiglass with locks on it. Then you got to go find an employee, right? And there are fewer employees than ever because, you know, Democrats, okay? And, uh, and here's the thing. The reason that you have the, these plexiglass aisles all over America in drugstores and Target stores and grocery stores uh, and auto parts stores and sex toy stores, they got them all over the place, right? is because of Democrats. That's the short answer. Uh, Democrats is the one-word answer. And the reason it's the Democrats that are responsible for the plexiglass covers on everything is because they made looting fashionable. They took looting 
mainstream. They literally mainstreamed, and they, they, they call it reparations. They made it legal to steal less than $950, I think the number is, in New York City and, and elsewhere in California. And they're doing it across the country. Oh, no, you can go steal $950 worth of stuff, and we're not going to prosecute you. So Democrats go and steal $950 worth of stuff. Huh? And so stores now are fleeing. Like uh, the Walgreens keeps coming up. They, they arrested the security guard at Walgreens in New York because he tried to stop a thief, and then he committed felony assault against the security officer who's a retired NYPD officer, and they arrest the security guard, right? Uh, the Democrats love, it's their kids that are doing all the looting and the arson and the burning the police cars and smashing the storefronts and stealing things, the smash and grab robberies. You know, these are not Republicans. These are not conservatives. They don't vote Republican. And the Democrats make excuses for them and raise bail for them if they do get arrested for looting and arson and rioting and, and everything else. So and and they literally members of Congress, Democrats saying that, uh, you know, this is reparations for something, for something because they're racists and their brains are lost in centuries gone by, literally in centuries gone by. Right? So the reason that there are plexiglass walls, these plexiglass corridors in stores now is because of Democrats rioting, looting, sacking, plundering justifying, excusing, legitimizing, endorsing this kind of rampant theft. San Francisco, all the Walgreens stores in San Francisco left. The Whole Foods flagship store in San Francisco left. The Nordstrom department store and the Nordstrom rack announced that they're leaving San Francisco. And the reason is Democrats. They are destroying the great cities of America, and they're doing it in the name of their mental illness, their, their leftism, that, uh, you know, crime is good and police are bad. All right? Now, speaking of uh, mentally ill people going all over the street, you know, the John F. Kennedy, the John F. Kennedy soundbite, uh, we played it yesterday, but I think it might tee up the next discussion here pretty well, too, because a, a homeless man, mentally ill, on a New York City subway train was marauding and terrorizing everyone. A 24-year-old, now former U.S. Marine, uh, attempted to and did successfully restrain the mentally ill Democrat. And you know the guy votes Democrat in every election and they get him out. They, they, they harvest his ballot and uh, you know the Democrats love the mentally ill because those are guaranteed votes. But John F. Kennedy said something in 1963 that we should all be aware of in 2023. With respect to mental illness, our chief aim is to get people out of state custodial institutions and back into their communities and homes without hardship or danger. Today, nearly one-fifth of the 279 state mental institutions are fire and health hazards. Three-fourths of them were opened before World War II. Nearly half of the 530,000 persons half. in our state mental hospitals are in institutions with over 3,000 patients. Uh, 530,000 was the number that he used, number of uh, people in mental institutions. The Washington Post had a story in 2015, a shocking number of mentally ill Americans end up in prison instead of treatment. 
and they explain that there are about 35,000 people in mental institutions in the United States of America. Now, this is a few years ago. I found another statistic from another organization yesterday that said as many as 170,000 people are in 24-hour mental facilities. Many of those would be there voluntarily. So we went from a population of 180 million people in 1963 with 530,000 people in mental institutions to a population of 330 million people with a maximum of 170,000 people, more like 45,000 people in mental institutions, depending on how you score. And the rest are on the streets of America and riding the subways in New York and screaming outside of my building at night because of Democrats and because there's no leadership anywhere in this country, really, when it comes to the big issues. Let's uh, take a phone call, Michael. And then we have audio to go to because there was an incident in New York City involving a mentally ill person who was going crazy on a subway train. And again, a 24-year-old former Marine uh, got him in a, in a neck lock, an arm lock, and, and brought him to the floor because everybody was terrorized and terrified by this lunatic. Uh, and, and then, sadly, the lunatic died apparently declared dead later at the hospital. And now the Democrats are forming a lynch mob, which they're famous for doing, and threatening the whole country with, as usual, riots and looting and arson and uh, all that good stuff. Let's go to the uh, telephones, Mike. Let's go to Kate calling from Arlington, Virginia. Katie Scarlett O'Hara, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. I just wanted to talk about that incident last night, you know, that happened, you just mentioned, Uh and say... Um, all of these screaming idiots that are out there with their protests and their signs after this event happens, you know, where were they beforehand when the man was saying that he was hungry and he was thirsty and that he needed help and he needed a place to live? Where were they? Why aren't they out there doing something? There's an old saying that says, that says if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach him how to fish, you, you um uh, take care of them for a lifetime. So where were they about about taking these homeless people and shelter, putting them someplace? I know that, as you said, JFK uh, wanted to uh, revamp all of these mental institutions. Well, maybe they need to be revamped, and maybe you need to have people have a place where people can be actually put into these places and forced to go through rehab and forced to get to a point where they're able to reach them. They, you can't rehab a person if, if their brain is is stuck on, on drugs. So let's get the drug addicts off the streets. Let, let's, let's prosecute the, uh, the, not the drug addicts. Let's get the drug dealers off the street. Get the drug, druggies off the street. And then the, the drug dealers would be looking around for somebody to sell to. And let's get them captured and put them in jail. You know, so they can't be selling the drugs, but get the homeless people off the streets and into some place of facility where they have to be going through rehab. So you've got this one person, one moral person stands up and tries to approach this this poor person that was on the subway and do something to him. And he ends up he ends up putting him in a choke lock, which maybe or maybe not got was too much. Maybe it was like George Floyd, where he actually had so many drugs in his system that they they kicked in and caused him to die, not the chokehold. But we don't know that yet. But anyway, he stood up and tried to do something, and a couple other people stood up and tried to do something. 
And now we, we need to have more moral persons standing up and doing the right thing to help these people. At least he was trying to help. At least he was trying to subdue the person to get him to a point where maybe he could be fed and given water and taken off the streets. But it didn't work out that way. You but want you, you want moral people? It's what? It's you, not you, moral? Yeah, you want moral people in New York City riding the subways? You want, you want in the United States of America in 2023, yeah. you want moral people to step up? Uh, because yeah, you know, the left has waged war on morality for the last several generations, well, too. Well, I, I know that. But it's, a, it's about time that, that's been, that that starts to be turned around. And now we've got a whole lot of really confused young people who are crazy and just don't know which way to turn. So they're yeah. turning to guns and they're turning to drugs and whatever, and they're turning to suicide. Yeah. You know, um, I, went to, I went to the uh, Franklin Graham um, tour of America last weekend. It was, it was um, God Loves You tour, the Tidewater tour of God Loves You, uh-huh. uh, going around to, to cities outside of big cities where actually people might be there who can hear them. And um, just wanting to bring people back to God and back to God. The God this, is, this America was created uh, for, a, uh, for a moral and religious people, you know, to, to, uh, as one nation under God. And we need to get back to that reality and stick with it, and people need to stand up and stop just just placating the LBGTQ people with all of their craziness, because if you give them one little thing, they go to another and another and another until it escalates to a point where it's total craziness, and that's where we are now. And that's where we are now. You're on to them, Kate, I've got I've to tell you. And, and you're right, you know, our, our society, and really no society, works um, in the absence of morality and moral leadership and, and a moral compass for the populace. Uh, and uh, God and faith, the church, the synagogue, good start. Uh, but the left, of course, wages war on that. You know, a high school coach had to go all the way to the Supreme Court to uh, be awarded his right to say a little prayer after a football game because the left is insane. And they have after-school Satan clubs for the kids and, of course, transgender twerking class for kindergarten because they are unwell. Kate... Uh, you are 100% right. You couldn't be more right, more correct, and more wonderful. Thank you. Have a, a great American weekend. I've got a lot on this story, the subway story and audio, and even the Reverend Al Charlatan. He, uh, he said some crazy stuff because he spoke. So, you know, I like to tell the truth, and I like to offer solutions. Well, if you have high blood pressure or maybe you love someone that does, I want to tell you about some friends of mine, 120 Life. 120 Life, they're a Chicago company that developed a juice drink that can help lower your blood pressure naturally. 120 Life is a natural juice drink made from pomegranates, tart cherries, cranberries, hibiscus, beetroot, magnesium, each of which is beneficial for your blood pressure. can help lower your blood pressure without side effects. I'm drinking it. My best girl brought me my dose today, my, my uh, bottle of it today. I was eating my hard-boiled eggs and my, my uh, cantaloupe, sliced-up cantaloupe. Yeah, good stuff. It helps keep me energized and keeps my blood pressure in check, too. My blood pressure? The truth is there are easy, natural ways to keep your blood pressure in check, and one of them is 120 Life. So check it out. Tell them Chris Plant sent you. Visit 120life.com. That's 120life.com. You can order a two-week trial pack of their juice drink, and there's a money-back guarantee. And when you use the code Chris, you're going to save 15% because you hang out with me. A natural approach to blood pressure management. Visit 120life.com today. Start seeing the benefits in just two weeks. 
These statements, products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or condition. Yeah, yeah. I think Kate's on to something. Yeah, and I've got this story out of New York uh, coming up. Bat Guano Democrats, just another day in America. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. She's crazy for Led Zeppelin, and she loves the immigrant song. San Francisco. In San Francisco, that's normal. That's that's normal. So are a lot of other things. Imagine that. <laughs> she's got she's got pipes though, doesn't she? Man, oh man, a Um The uh, the smear of Justice Clarence Thomas continues. We're going to get to the. Uh, subway train incident in uh, New York City and the uh, tragic death of uh, the homeless, mentally ill person, um, just a Jordan Neely, Jordan Neely. And uh, I've got a lot to say about that, and so do other people. Now, Senator Tom Cotton tweeted out uh, another radical left-wing journalistic hit job on Justice Clarence Thomas by the racists in the Democrat Party. And uh, as friend, uh, Mr. Crow, Crow tuition payment for Thomas' relative adds to outcry over court ethics. No, it doesn't. Uh, Sonia Sotomayor took millions of dollars for a book deal and uh, then ruled in a case involving the publisher that gave her $3 million and didn't recuse herself. She should go to prison. She shouldn't just be impeached. She should be arrested. Senator Tom Cotton wrote on Twitter, A liberal justice would be effusively praised by the Washington Post for helping a troubled great-nephew. The only outcry about this non-scandal is coming from partisan activists and journalists. I repeat myself, he said. Senator Tom Cotton must be a listener. What do you think? Because he is repeating himself. This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com podcast. 
Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Ah, yes. What happened to monkey pucks? Went the way of acid rain and holes in the ozone. It's science, you know. I remember when uh, science held that there were two genders. And then the Democrats said, oh, no, there are roughly 130 genders now. Uh, Speaking of science, the World Health Organization. Who? Yes. Who? That's what I said. The World Health Organization downgrades COVID pandemic, says it's no longer an emergency. You're welcome. Very nice. Downgraded it. Not an emergency. What is it then? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a not emergency. But uh, ABC7 in Washington, D.C., WJLA television, the dateline is Geneva. It's an Associated Press story. The World Health Organization said, who? Said Friday that COVID-19 no longer qualifies as a global emergency. No, but the United Nations does. Marking a symbolic end to the devastating coronavirus pandemic, which emerged from Wuhan, China, where they have the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the WIV. Why don't we call it the WIV? We turn everything into an acronym, right? The Wuhan Institute of Virology, uh, where they were studying coronaviruses and uh, bat-borne viruses, which is why our T-shirt and coffee mug that says, I survived the Wuhan Red Death, has a bat in the middle of it because the communists, and it's called the Red Death because the communists, right, you see? And then, of course, there's the Edgar Allan Poe story, the the mask of the Red Death, but um, don't want to get all Baltimore on us here. <laughs> so the World Health Organization of Geneva says it's no longer a pandemic. Pandemic uh, that uh, triggered once unthinkable lockdowns, upended economies worldwide, and killed at least seven million people. Who said that even though the emergency phase was over? The emergency phase is over. It's kind of like the Clinton marriage. The pandemic hasn't come to an end. Well, then what the heck? I've got to say. Noting recent spikes in cases in Southeast Asia and the Middle East. Well, you know, they're always a little behind. Always a little behind there, especially in the Middle East. The UN Health Agency says that thousands of people are still dying from the virus every week. Well, it's an emergency to them then, isn't it? You might say it's not an emergency, but if you die from it, that's fairly urgent. It is with great hope that I declare COVID-19 over as a global health emergency. WHO Director General Tedros Abnam Gebrahidabagas says, 
said. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, what he said. That's why they call him Ted, uh, Ted Dress. So he said, it, it is with great hope, great hope that I declare the COVID-19 over as a global emergency. Whew, that was close. I think I'd have to wear my I Survived the Wuhan Red Death t-shirt this weekend because of this in honor of the World Health Organization declaring it to be over. I would fact check that true. <laughs> That's Jake Tapper. He is a former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer and CNN anchor. Who comes on after him? Jim Shudo, who was a an Obama administration official. And then uh, Dana Bash, whose husband was an Obama administration official, now ex-husband. He's one of the uh, uh, felonious 50. Used to be 51, now it's only 50 because Larry called in and now we know. But there it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to that. We, we've got uh, we've got so much uh, to get to, don't we? Uh, I need to I need to get to the uh, to the crazy people in New York, and that is um, uh, certainly a majority of them. Jordan Neely, he was the crazy, mentally ill, homeless person on a subway train terrorizing everyone, and a 24 year old Marine wrestled him to the ground, and then uh, Jordan Neely died, and. The Democrats are actively seeking to make him into the new George Floyd. This morning with Michael Piercy, I was texting George, uh, Jordan, uh, I, I was George Floyd Neely. I was writing George Floyd Neely in my text messages to him. Jordan Neely matters, the New York Post headline is. But where were progressives when 27 other people were killed on the subway? It's good that New York's progressive elected officials and transit advocates, they have transit advocates, are outraged by Jordan Neely's killing on a Manhattan subway train Monday. Neely's life mattered, as I said when we were talking about this previously. And so did the lives of the 27 other people violently killed on the subway since March of 2020. It's a slow-motion massacre. You know, the St. Valentine's Day massacre in Chicago was seven people, and they were all gangsters. Irish. Where was the progressive outrage then? It might have prevented the latest death. Monday afternoon, Neely, 30 years of age, was menacing people on an F train in lower Manhattan, according to witnesses, when another passenger put him in a chokehold, as you might. The medical examiner has ruled the death a homicide. Uh, Democrats don't know what words mean, so I'll explain. Homicide is any circumstance where one person is responsible for another person's death. It could be self-defense. It, it could be accidental. It's not murder. Homicide is not the same as murder. It's up to the police and prosecutors. They have that uh, George Soros uh, fanatic, lunatic, pro-criminal, pro-crime prosecutor there. And if it comes to that, a jury to determine whether the killing was justified self-defense or just another subway murder. Our progressive Pauls aren't willing to wait. Jordan Neely was murdered, concluded Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because he was crying for food, people experiencing homelessness. I thought she said houselessness. Mental illness, that's all Democrats. Hunger, I'm starving right now. And frustration, a lot of frustration going around too. Need and deserve compassion, she wrote, not force. 
and City Councilwoman Tiffany Caban. I'm going to call her Caban. Why not? Does the mayor, governor, or any high-ranking MTA official plan to say anything about Jordan Neely's killing today? Asked the author of the popular Subway blog. She's got a Subway blog, and uh, that's the thing. And then, you know, they've got uh, pictures of him looking all nice like a teenager with a nice smile, uh, not being drugged out and crazy and attacking people on subway trains. It's good that the progressives are finally interested in a subway killing, the Post continues. But before Neely's death, from March of 2020 until early April, uh, 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 27 people lost their lives to murder in the subway. Many of them, like Neely, were homeless young people. And many of them, like Neely, mentally ill, mentally disturbed. Before 2019, it took 15 years for New York to rack up 28 murders on the subway, not three. They're accelerating the pace at which people... And you got crazy people throwing people in front of the subway trains and, you know, when the train's approaching the stop and you should never stand near the edge. I was talking about this the other day. And, you know, onto the third rail and uh, stabbing and the, and the assaults and the rapes and the, you know, uh, in New York, New York. It's a wonderful town. The crime rate is up and the subway is down. Took 15 years to reach 28 murders. Now they got uh, 27 murders in three years. Where were AOC and Caban when homeless soccer player Akeem Loney, 32 years old, was murdered by a stranger as he slept on the subway in November of 21? Where were they when Claudine Roberts, 44, was sleeping on the subway fatally knifed by a stranger earlier that year. And oh yes, Caban, with the blog, even as four people were killed within a month last fall on the subway, including a union steam fitter, I remember that one, and a city field worker, separately on their way home from work, Caban was dismissing concerns about subway violence, calling it a one-in-a-million event. Well, it's not one-in-a-million in some recent cases, perpetrators have claimed self-defense, perhaps spuriously. Now, honestly, uh, 27 dead. Now, let's go to some audio here because they've got a governor in New York. Her name is Kathy Hochul. She doesn't speak very well. She doesn't seem to be very bright. She's a Democrat. And, uh, you know, you had a good option running for governor in New York, Lee Zeldin. He was violently attacked by a Democrat, you remember, at a campaign stop when the lunatic had tapped him with that, that uh, you know, cat's head punching tool with the spikes, right? So here is uh, Democrat Governor Kathy Hochul in, uh, in New York saying, hey, you know, we a lot of uh, mentally ill people, so we spend a lot of money, and that makes us good. One element we have not talked about is the billion dollars investment we have in mental health services. So we investment. don't have people who are, in our, who are homeless in our subways, have many of them in the throes of mental health episodes and that's what i believe are some of the factors involved here and now people there's consequences for behavior i think she means there are consequences for our behavior another singular plural disagreement it's not there is consequences it's there are consequences she's the governor and uh, hey we spent a billion dollars so there won't be homeless crazy people on the subway uh, but they're everywhere so i guess we need to spend more money that's uh, probably the answer and then she uh, lied and uh, indicted the former Marine who was uh, stepping up as a good Samaritan, as a brave doer of good instead of evil, 
Uh, Kathy Hochul indicting him. I do want to acknowledge how horrific it was to view a video of Jordan Neely being killed uh, for being a passenger on our subway trains. He wasn't killed for being a passenger on your subway trains. Again, a plural, uh, singular, plural disagreement. She's really not very articulate and obviously not particularly bright, but she is the Democrat governor of the state. Remember, John F. Kennedy saying in 1963, 530,000 Americans in insane asylums when we had a population of 180 million people. We've added 150 million people since then to 330 million people. And now we have a a small fraction of that number of people in mental institutions. Now, the reason, of course, is the government ran snake pits as um, as mental institutions. And, you know, they made a movie about it and uh, and it became a nightmare and said, oh, well, we should let everybody go. And now they're you know, getting on your kid's bus. Did you see there was an incident here the other day where a young person got on a school bus with a gun and attempted to open fire, but the gun misfired, right? And kids on the bus attacked the young person with a gun, and I think the Democrats are going to prosecute the kids for assault because that's uh, the, way they, the way they go. Whatever happened to that guy who stabbed uh, the carjacker to death uh, over on Benning Road, carjacker roughing up a lady, stealing her car. A bystander came over and stabbed the carjacker, and uh, he still raced away in the car, crashed it, and he fell out of the car and died. Uh, but I believe no charges against uh, against that. You should get a like a you know a citizenship medal of some kind. He was stopping the bad guy, but the Democrats are on the side of the bad guy. That's the problem with them. Well, one of the problems with him. Yeah, killed for being a passenger on a sub on our subway trains. Well, he was only on one train, and um, and that's not why he was, quote-unquote, killed. Governor Kathy Hochul. I don't care about labeling it. Just looking at that video, you know it's wrong. No one has the right to take the life of another person. Yeah, no one has the right to take the life of another person. Yeah, uh, Leo Terrell uh, has a lot more common sense than than this dim-witted Democrat. And again, we've got AOC out there blathering with um, her usual level of intelligence. And, um, you know, oh, it's all uh, terrible. And he's got to be charged with murder. And they're all, it's all uh, the Democrat stuff. Leo Terrell. AOC is simply about power and control. This is a head game. The Democrats aren't interested in justice. They don't want law and order. They want chaos. And that's why you saw those professional agitators. They want chaos. Curtis Sliwa. I met Curtis Sliwa. I did a show with Curtis Curtis Sliwa, maybe two shows with Curtis Sliwa, founding father of the Guardian Angels uh, on... Uh, the state of New York City. No police responded because we don't have enough police. Uh, we're down to a dangerously low number, 32,000. So he did what we want citizens to do, intervene. And as you mentioned, there were other citizens, unbeknownst to one another, who jumped in. You have an emotionally disturbed person who, by everyone's description, is schizophrenic. A warrant was out for his arrest. He had hit and knocked out a 67-year-old woman in the streets. So law enforcement was pursuing him, but as you mentioned, over and over released and living in the subways. He had been arrested 44 times. How many times have you been arrested, Michael? Not that many. Definitely only only 30. Curtis Sliwa, Guardian Angels. These people need help, medical help. These people? And they leave them in the subways. They're a danger to themselves and everyone else. So who do we blame? 
a hero who has done his service in the United States Marine Corps for our country, risked his life. We don't give him the benefit of the doubt. No, they're... uh... The Democrat Party is on the loose on horseback with a rope and torches, as usual. And uh, what about the thousands of other mentally ill Democrats riding the subways today in New York City and sleeping in doorways, preparing to lunge? And, you know, how many people have to be hit over the head and stabbed and shot and raped and mauled and thrown in front of subway trains? before the Democrats wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Well, we've got another uh, professor. Remember, Elizabeth Warren was a fake professor at Harvard who claimed to be a Cherokee Indian all her life, and they kept promoting her and trotting her out for events. And, hey, look, we got a Cherokee. And then it turned out, you know, I'm, uh, I've got more Zimbabwe in me than she has uh, Cherokee Indian. And so another, uh, another one at UC Berkeley, Cal Berkeley, University professor lived her whole life pretending to be Native American Used it to get prestigious jobs and awards, and it turns out she's entirely white, too, because Democrats are insane. Um, Now, let's go to uh, back to New York City. Now, retired NYPD police inspector Paul Morrow on uh, what the U.S. Marines should expect from the Democrats. If he does face charges, it's not going to be an intentional murder charge. It's either going to be something based on his being reckless or negligent, okay? But either way, those are charges you don't want to face because they're homicide charges. They're a sidestep from murder. Yeah, and they're going to try to lynch him. They're going to do everything they can. Oh, by the way, the Berkeley professor is named Elizabeth, also like Elizabeth Warren. She's Elizabeth Hoover. She uh, hoovers up the BS and uh, spills it back out. Now, we got to go to the Reverend Al Charlatan to, uh, to launch the weekend and uh, Cinco de Mayo. The Reverend Al, Tawana Brawley fame, um, I like the old Reverend Al, the round, purple, velour, gasoline color hair. I like him better. Uh, the Reverend Al Charlatan, uh, he says that the homeless uh, person was just doing a Michael Jackson impersonation, and then he starts talking about himself. He's on the subway impersonating Michael Jackson, no. who was close to me. As you know, Michael used to come up to National Action Network. I preached Michael's funeral. And uh, what? and and you combine that with Eric Garner, where we have a state law against ch- chokeholds. What? It was a citizen, not the police. He couldn't be a bigger moron. Um, boy, the Democrats should run him. Hadn't he run for president, actually? He's uh, pretty amazing. The Reverend Al Charlatan. What is bothering me is the press is looking into the Jordan family. What happened to Jordan? What happened to his family? What happened to the guy that would choke him for 15 minutes? We don't even know his name. What is the background of this guy that was clearly behind Jordan? He can't say self-defense. He was not at risk. Yeah, right. That's uh, right. Because he knows. He was there. He saw the Michael Jackson. By the way, Michael Jackson was a dear friend of mine. And he used to come up to the National the Reverend Al Charlatan. 
So to let this go forward in any way is to sanction vigilantism in this city and therefore would have national ramifications. We cannot let this go. Ah, uh, national ramifications. He's, uh, he's threatening. I didn't get to uh, Shams de Baron. I'm sorry about that. Shams de Baron. He might be back, though. I, uh, this weekend, I'm going to be a Cherokee Indian all weekend. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.